welcome to Marathon Swim Stories, where we explore the human side of the superhuman feats of endurance swimmers and those who support them. I'm marathon swimmer and coach Shannon Keegan. In today's episode of Marathon Swim Stories, I had a chat with Jersey Islander Andy Truscott. We met on Clubhouse. Have you heard of it? I think it's classed as a social listening platform or something like that. I can see the appeal, but haven't figured out how to fit it into my schedule, especially during these busy summer months. I'm in awe of the spontaneity that drove Andy on his first swim around the island of Jersey in 2001. And with six circumnavigations under his belt, he has certainly gotten to know that island from the water. In our conversation, we agreed that you don't want to overdo it in your training. You've got to leave something for the day. I hope you enjoy Andy's story. Andy, thank you for being my guest today. Tell me, (laughs) what's your story? Okay, Um, I come from Jersey, um, the original Jersey down in Channel Islands. That's right, Um, the original. (laughs) The original one. If uh, for those listening, those that don't know it, it's it's roughly um, in between England and France. Um, It's about eighteen miles away from France. Um, it's a lovely little island, sunny place. Um, I was born here, grew here, and never left. Um, and basically, I started swimming from a very young age in pool swimming. I then trained with the local swimming club here, which was Tigers at the time, Region Tigers. Um, from there, I've gone on to do national swimming. I did the, from memory, in 97, I think it was. 97, I made nationals for 200 fly. Awesome. Um, yeah, I didn't feel awesome after it, <laughs> I, I can assure you. <laughs> um, that is the same year I, I I kind of, under my coach, I kind of blossomed in 97. Um, and from there, I did nationals. I did what is classed as the Island Games. I'm not sure if you've heard of the Island Games. Tell us, it's, tell us about them. <laughs> it's, it's like a little mini Olympics, okay. but it's for all the islands in the world. Oh, awesome. So if you're an island, you come together every two years and you, you compete. They've got all the different events, the athletics, volleyball, gymnastics, all that kind of stuff. So I, I was luckily enough to be picked for Jersey for the 1500 freestyle. Cool. Um, I tend to, I chopped and changed my events depending on the swimming gala and who else had entered. I tried, (laughs) I I somehow tried to always find the loophole in if there's a major meet coming up and I wanted to be a part of the team, then I'd look who who else was competing, where I could get in on the team. So I did, I, I did the 1500 freestyle for that. Mm-hmm. which was probably one of my best meets yet because it the 1500 was on the first day of the meet. Uh-uh. And I, I was just purely solely going there for the 1500, which was mm-hmm. great because it was the first event and it was literally two hours into the, into the start of the meet. That was it. My week was done. So <laughs> okay. it, was, it was great. So I, I stayed with the team for a week. Um, I, 
although didn't need to, I elected to go up for the warm up every morning, go support the team, sit on poolside, um, yeah, and just be be chief supporter. So yeah. that was good. And in in recognition of that, I think they they chucked me into the eight by fifty mixed relay ah. at the end. Uh-huh. Um, I wasn't very much of a sprinter, <laughs> okay. but um, they let me they let me do the heat. <laughs> and then they kicked me out on the final <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it was good because I'd been there all week they let me have a blowout swim which was all right actually I got a PB and I had my own mm-hmm. um and then they went on in the final I think we were ranked first in the because we had a pretty strong team anyway across the board so we ranked first going into the the, the finals Wow. And then I, there's me and one other came out, and the big guns went in, uh-huh. and they they won. Yeah. But because I swam the heat, I got gold. So it's, oh, it's nice. fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm an Island Games gold medalist. There we go. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that's, my, that's me. That swimming career over. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check it done. <laughs> but then, um, that was that was back in '97. So I was what 16 then. Um, okay. But at the age of 14, they had a, what was the Jersey Amateur Swimming Association, open water 5K race. So mm-hmm. I entered I entered that and I came first. I won that at 14. Um, and from there, I kind of fell in love with open water swimming. Mm-hmm. I stayed, stayed with it until roughly 2001. Okay. So I, I was there for the best part of eight years. Okay. Came came away from swimming. Um i I kind of in two thousand one I I quit swimming altogether, mm-hmm. came out of the pool, um found my what was my ex wife, um and love of food and beer and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So I I came away from being the the true athlete yeah. and came into the, the old time to go to work and family ah, lifestyle ah, yeah. grew up. And then <clears throat> 2011, we went through a, a bit of a, a tough divorce. It was quite messy. Um, and it was the same time that my dad was diagnosed with his terminal <sighs> leukemia. Oh my goodness! So it it was it's an interesting time because I I'd moved back home, yeah. Um, because I was lucky enough. Mum and Dad had a well, they had a three bedroom house, but I was in the second bedroom. But then when Dad got diagnosed with terminal leukemia, I had to go and sleep in the third bedroom because Mum mm-hmm. was sleeping in the second bedroom because mm-hmm. Dad had to have his room cleaned every day and because oh, okay. of his immune system. So because it was an office. We we decided we won't go empty the office out because we didn't want to upset dad going through a tough time. So I, I slept on a inflatable bed for three years underneath the office desk. Wow. Which which was interesting in itself. Um <laughs> and from it teaches there, you something about that tells us a little bit though about your endurance, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My stubbornness. <laughs> The ability to put yourself in an uncomfortable position and stick with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then from there, I, 2000, that's 2011. And then that went on till 2000, 
14, and dad passed away. And that's okay. And the divorce had gone through and all that kind of stuff. So it, it was fine. And then I moved back into a normal bedroom with a bed. Um, and life started to pick up a bit. And I decided to go back into swimming, which was my, it's my security blanket, as you mm-hmm. say. So I went back to my swimming club, trained with a new coach, pool swimming, went to Canada in 2015 for the World Masters Championships, mm-hmm. where I did, as looking for some kind of punishment, I reckon, <laughs> I did 200 backstroke, 200 oh. IM, 50 freestyle, 50 back and 50 fly. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was lucky enough, I think two out of, two out of the five events were top 10 finishers. Nice. And the others were top 40, shall we say. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, because yeah. 38 and 39 is in 40, so top, <laughs> top 40 finish. So that that was that was where I I kind of learned again that my love of open water was still there. Mm. I think. Why am I at this poor meet again? <laughs> because I so soon realised that the training for pool swimming, I no longer had the speed. Mm. I, w- I was getting, getting, excuse the French, my ass beat. <laughs> um, and I was twice the size of every other bloke that stood on the block. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? To race these guys, you've got to lose a bit of weight and everything else. And I was like, yeah, no. So then I came back home, had um, had a word with myself on the way home on the plane and elected to do, I had signed up for my first swim back in open water Um I hadn't even started to train then and I'd signed up for Tampa Bay. Oh, really? Wow. So I was like, okay. 26. So you'd done a 5k when you were 14. You maybe did some other open water. Did you do anything else long in that period? That that... 2001, I did my first round Island. Oh, okay. Okay. So Uh, I, that was, um, memory is 10 hours, 39. Okay. Back in 2001. And then I, as I say, I left the sport and then I came back in 2015 mm-hmm. and signed up to Tampa Bay. So I was Tampa like, Bay. okay. So I, I started to train a little bit, went over to Tampa by myself and got a crew out there and it didn't go smoothly. My kayak, my kayaker um, fell in the water a few times. He got fed oh, up goodness. and left. He got fed up and then left. Oh, so goodness. I was left without a kayak. I just had a boat and then it, yeah, it, it just wasn't great swim. Everything that could have gone wrong did, but it wasn't from my side. It was more from the crew and the mm. boat. And it was a first time boater and they were fantastic. They dealt with it with the best they could. So we, we slogged through a very tough Tampa Bay. Wow. Um, it was one of those ones where you you knew you just you could finish it. Yeah. It just wasn't going to be quick. It wasn't going to be. It wasn't going to be pretty. Yeah. But I was cooling up that beach at the end. So we yeah. we went and did that, and we got in just under fourteen hours. Wow. So we we cruised through that, and then I came home, and I set my sights on a Jersey to France. Yeah, Jersey to France was next. Mm-hmm. So I did. I did the Jersey to France. 
my memory is going blank now. Let's so go back. They... Let's go back. Go back to um. So, what was your first long like thing? So, you did the five k at fourteen, and you did yeah. Round Island in two thousand one. Was that like what was the first like kind of official marathon? Um, that would have been my Round Island in two thousand and one. And, and what's the kilometers on that? Uh, I think it's in uh something like forty four. Is it? Yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah. yeah. So what made you think, like, you? I mean, you'd been doing open water swimming, but what made you think, ah, I want to swim? I want to swim around Jersey Island. <laughs> I think there, back in them days, the long distance swimming club was slightly, it was run by Sally and Charlie. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Who everyone knows who they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. And back in them days, you used to have to go and ask to swim around with the club and everything else. And I kind of got on my swim. I, when I rang up and asked to do the round Island, I kind of got a rejection saying you're new to the sport. You've mm. got to, you've got to train a bit more. We don't think you can do it. And they, to be fair, they probably didn't know me back then. Mm-hmm. Um, that if you tell me I can't do something or I'm not good enough, you then I'm doing this. <laughs> that's enough to mm-hmm. to poke the bear yeah <laughs> so I rang up I rang up a mate of mine who I who's training under me at the moment um he had a boat so I said can you meet me tomorrow morning at five um I rang another work colleague of mine who kayaked and I rang my swim coach up and asked her to officiate and that the next morning we met and we just did the ten and a half hours around Jersey Oh, it, it, it was it was more to more to be I was young I was yeah. stubborn and if you told me I couldn't do something then You're gonna that wasn't yeah that wasn't gonna hold me back so <laughs> right, right. I kind of threw threw my toys out the pram <laughs> and went and just did it with yeah. a, a lack of training you, okay. you get you get that phrase that that will be a common thing that will go through okay okay lack of training okay <laughs> Okay, well, so, so, so let's let's settle set in this for a second though. So you decide to go out. What was it like that that you you decide no training? Someone told you you can't do this. You're doing it anyway. What was it like that day? It was hard. It's yeah. tough. Um, at the at the age of what was it? 16, 17, 18, 19, I was twenty. Okay. And sports science wasn't a big thing back then in mm-hmm. in two thousand and one. It was mm-hmm. only just coming out and yeah. everything so we didn't have any of these energy drinks that we have now CMP right. and all that <laughs> right. so it was right okay what am I having right I'm going to take a bottle of coke with me I'm going to take a Ribena I'm going to take some bananas and some I had an energy drink it was it was like Red Bull but it was a different variety that they had back then and then I had some jelly babies so it wasn't too far away from where we are at the moment Mm-hmm. Just no CMP. It was all fizzy drinks and really useful sweets that, yeah, were tasting <laughs> nice, but didn't really give you any energy. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was, and because I hadn't really done any training under anyone, I didn't know what to expect or mm-hmm. anything. And I kind of went in and my first feed was at four and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're tired, you're like, ah, I'm really hungry. But well, we we did we didn't know what what to do or yeah, anything. We yeah. we just went on a wing and a prayer. So it yeah. was like, okay, we'll just swim until I get hungry. Yeah, and then we'll have a feed, and then we'll carry on till we're hungry. 
So then I, after four and a half hours, I think I, I went on for another two and a bit hours and then decided I was hungry and then had another meal. And then we, we just kind of just, yeah, threw everything at it just as and when we needed to. Mm-hmm. And it, as the saying goes, just keep swimming. That's all we did on that yeah. day was yeah. just keep swimming. And when the belly grumbled, we just threw something <laughs> at it and just hoped it would stay. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, I remember coming across the West Coast, St. Ones Bay. So mm-hmm. for those that don't know around Jersey, you've got the West and the East Coast are the shorter sides, the five okay. miles. Okay. And then you've got the nine miles at the top bit. Mm-hmm. So I'd gone from the start around the East Coast, five miles, along the top coast nine and then you turn the corner and the five mile road there's it's it's long but because of the way the tides are it takes it a while mm-hmm. and all you've got yeah. in the far distance is the lighthouse which never ever appears to come any quicker right it just stays there in the distance <laughs> yeah and it, it kind of taunts you it's like yeah. ah, i'm here i'm not coming any closer <laughs> yeah and it rained as i turned the corner it just rained. And I remember literally crying to myself that I had got to the West Coast and I'd gone through every emotion mm. the swimmer could go through. And I think that swim built me up for the rest of my career because having yeah. done it tough, and I, I say that in a loose term, tough, because it was a... a more of a stupid swim to do because you hadn't trained you hadn't got any experts you're just doing it on a wing and a pair and it was tough because I didn't have a clue and I was just doing it all against everyone say so Mm -hmm. it's I went through every emotion you could go I was happy at the beginning Mm -hmm. then four hours into it I was hungry and thinking to myself (laughs) what what am I even doing yeah by six hours, I wanted to go home. Seven hours, I was crying. <laughs> yeah. And then as you come around Corbier, you could see the finish, mm-hmm. although it's about four miles ahead of you. Yeah. And then it, it's like, ah, oh, yeah. And then you're happy again. Yeah. And then you keep going and keep going. Yeah. And then when you touch a wall, you're like, thank God it's finished. Yeah. And yeah. then it's like, get me home. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, suffice to say, you learned a few a thing or two in that swim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I learned how to swim, how to swim a hard round jersey. Yeah, and um, let's say it's only got marginally marginally better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm stubborn and I don't learn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we're still there now. <laughs> yeah no I know I think I know what you mean I, I I have a maybe different training philosophy than some and uh and and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy when I finish and like it reinforces like well but it worked like you know but and but it but the, I trust the process I guess and I trust my technique yeah. and and my technique and you know whatever so I, um, I I'm I'm the, I'm the same I think I some of the swims I've been lucky yeah I know that but Today I've only not finished one of them, which was my last swim. But every swim I did, I finished, and I believed in my training, mm-hmm. training ethics. Training, right? Whatever the training is, but you're training. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've done the training that I needed to finish. Not yeah. everybody would like to swim a fast time. I, I just if I finished, then that's what I was there to do to yeah. 
to start the swim and to finish the swim. And that's what I've done. And yeah, there's, I know for a fact, because um, I've had many conversations with many people that some people take a disliking to my training regime or the lack of, <laughs> um, but in my mind, it's, there's different horses and courses. It's, yeah. I I started swimming at a very young age, mm-hmm. and when I was in the pool, I used to swim eighty k a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. So in my mind, I've got swims huge in the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it, it's I'm not going to go and swim the channel with absolute no training, right? But I do enough training for me to get across the channel, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, and that's. Absolutely. I've always, from day one, even in pool swimming, I've always been one of less is more. Mm-hmm. And it's more quality work than quantity. Yeah. And that's, that's a ticket for me, is it quality? And all those 80K, whatever I was doing as a kid, I wasn't having good technique. So I feel like I'm deprogramming <laughs> some bad, bad habits I had. And yeah. to me, it's more important about having my good technique for the next. <laughs> thousands of millions of miles I end up doing the rest of my life and being able to continue doing that. So I don't want to break myself in my training, I guess. I, yeah. I, I save it for the event. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly <laughs> that. So yeah, we we then went from there. I came back, did a little bit of hard training for Tampa, but it didn't mm-hmm. go my way. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we came back and did a Jersey to France swim. Mm-hmm which um, was interesting. It was my first local swim since 2001. Mm-hmm. And I, I got in and did a seven hours and seven minutes swim, which was a local record at the time. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was a local record. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from um, a local lady by the name of Tasmin, went the very next day and beat me by a couple of minutes. <laughs> so it, it was the shortest, longest <laughs> record to stand. Right. <laughs> so that, that kind of spared me on a little bit to go, mm-hmm. you know what, I can, the overall record from there was only 40 minutes quicker. Mm. So I thought to myself, okay, well, I can, I can tackle that. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was challenged to a charity event race that we that I had made up with this this other chap. He he was a he's an endurance athlete, but not a swimmer. Mm-hmm. He was an endurance runner. He had done all the long hundred k runs and all that kind of stuff. So he said, "Let's get together and do do an event where we can raise money for." Charity, so I said, oh, hospice, because that's where my dad was. So he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, fine. So we we ended up running from the middle of Jersey around the outside to St. Catharines, which was on the east side, which was about 11-mile run. Wow. Um, and anyone who knows me or sees a picture of me <laughs> will automatically know that I'm, I'm no runner. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's fine. And then we would go go from St. Catharines across to Pulby, which was the Jersey to France route. Mm-hmm. And then the day before, we had sent our crews over on the boat and they'd driven up to Pulby with our bikes. 
and we would go cycle from the edge. We would go cycle 300k to the Arc de Triomphe. Wow. So it's like a, a mini arc to arc. Yeah, yeah. So we, we set off, uh, I think it was like six o'clock in the morning and we ran to St. Catharines. Now he, he ended up being at St. Catharines because I, I actually trained quite hard for that event, but I only trained running uh, Yeah. because I knew that I could swim and yeah. I knew that I was okay on a bike, I could pedal. So I, wanted, <laughs> I knew if I had any chance of beating him, I had to improve my running because he was a runner. Mm-hmm. So we we were sponsored by several people. The boat company let us on the boat for free with our cruise. Oh wow! And then we we employed this company who run events, mm-hmm. and they they gave us a tracker. So we we wore a tracker, uh-huh. and they they did a computer screen with two people, and you could watch a tracker yeah. moving up. Wow! So we. We formed the run and we knew the run route. We did the same one. The swim route was pretty much similar. Mm-hmm. And then we said, once we hit France, you pick your own route. Oh. It's a it's a free-for-all to get down <laughs> to Paris. Okay. <clears throat> so looking at the map from where we were in Port Bay, there was two routes. There's a longer route, which was completely flat. Uh-huh. And then there's a shorter route but it had a 20 minute hill climb in the middle of it. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, I'm going for the shorter one. <laughs> okay. I'm going for the shorter one and I'm just going to deal with the hill climb. And he, he, we hadn't spoken to each other about it, but he picked the longer one, uh-huh. but he was also a cyclist as well as a runner. Yeah. So I was like, Oh my God. So we, we'd done the run and then we got to the beach and we had about half an hour before we were due to go off on the swim. So we drew a line at St. Catherine's before the event. And as you stood out, stepped over it, the stopwatch just stopped. Mm-hmm. And then you got in swim. So I was like, okay, that's fine. And it, he, on the run, he was, it worked out about an hour, just under an hour. He was ahead of me. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew going into the swim, we stood on the beach ready for the klaxon. And I was already, I think it was 56 minutes down on him. Uh-huh, yeah. So I I, I was up against it. Yeah. So I, I had worked out in my mind, and I'm, I'm a numbers person, and I kind of worked out that I had to be no more than 40 minutes mm. to stand a chance of beating him. Okay. So I'd, I'd lost 15 minutes. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, right, okay, well, we'll just give everything in the swim. We'll yeah. just go for it. Yeah. So when it went off, I just went out like the clappers, vomp, gone. <laughs> and then it was literally six and a half hours later, I called up the beach. And wow. it, it wasn't until I turned around that they, because we had also put observers on the boat as well, mm. because it was a, a, still the same swim, yeah, just in an event. So yeah. we put the observers on and it wasn't until I, I walked up the beach that, um, my crew on the beach said that they had a call that I'd uh, broken the overall swim record for wow. Jersey to France, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then <laughs> I think I think everyone put it down to the fact that I was warmed up yeah. in this run. <laughs> yeah. But I was I was like a glowing beacon. I was bright red. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I get when I work hard too. <laughs> but this 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 chap, he wasn't a swimmer. And yeah. we, we did agree before the whole event that he could wear a wetsuit. 
mm. for the swim. Mm -hmm. But if he wore a wetsuit, he would have to take a, an hour's penalty. Oh. <laughs> because wetsuit, wearing a wetsuit is quicker than not wearing a wetsuit. Yeah. And yeah. we worked out over, over 18 miles. Mm -hmm. I had worked out that it equated to an hour being quicker. Mm -hmm. So he, he accepted the hour. So we then on the swim just went for it, got out of the water, and I elected to get straight on the bike mm -hmm. and get up the road. I yeah. was like, right, I want to get out of his sight. I don't want yeah. him to see me. Yeah. It's out of, out of sight, out of mind. So we, we got on the road and we went went for it. And it was like literally three hours later, the crew pulled up alongside me in the van and they said he just got out of the water. <laughs> wow. And I was like, wow. And <laughs> we were from there, the crew in the van had yeah. the trackers so they could see where they were, where we were. Yeah. yeah. And he elected to get out of the swim because he wasn't a swimmer. Yeah. He did the swim in nine and a half hours. He he then got in his support vehicle mm. and went to sleep for th three hours because <laughs> he was naked. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I was like that to my crew. If he's sleeping, we are going. Yeah. <laughs> so we went and went and went. And it wasn't until about two o'clock in the morning where I literally fell off the bike in a bush. <laughs> oh, I was like, no. so, like <laughs> so they they kind of stopped and said, right, that's it. You've got to you've got to sleep. So. We we had a three hour sleep, and then we got back on the bike and off we went again. Did the hill, came down. Took it was about twenty five minutes to get up the hill, mm -hmm. and then it was. I think they clocked me at sixty three k coming down the wow. back of it. Wow! <laughs> but it it was like a it's like a train, ain't it? It's when you've got a sixteen stone fellow on a bike, <laughs> and he's just tucked up like yeah, that. Exactly, <laughs> just the rack. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But then the route, I was coming in from the top of Paris mm -hmm. and he had come down and he was coming in at the side. Mm -hmm. But he had the longer cycle, but it was flatter. Mm -hmm. So he was he was going a lot quicker than what I was because yeah. I had all the hills. Yeah. And we were literally, we could see it coming in like this together, together, oh, wow. together. Oh, wow. <laughs> and we, I managed to get onto the Arc de Triomphe and I finished under the arch it was, I think it was nine and a half minutes before him. Wow. wow. And it was a, we had raced for 34 and a half hours. Wow. And That's there was amazing. just nine minutes in it. I, I did, I wasn't aware that you weren't allowed a bike underneath the arch. Oh, no. Because <laughs> uh -oh. I, I, I stopped because it's, it's in a big roundabout, isn't yeah. it? Oh, so yeah, yeah. I okay. I looked at it. It's a nine lane roundabout, <laughs> oh, and I looked at it and I went, you know what? I can't even work this out. I said, I'm just <laughs> gonna put my head down, go for it, bunny hop the pavement. So that's what I did. And next thing, I had all the the police, the gendarmes, all come running over with their whistles. Get off! Get off! Get! Off. I was like, what? I can't go anywhere. It's a roundabout, and they literally picked my bike up and me up and put me back on the road. I was like that. All the cars hooting. I was like, yeah, not having that. <laughs> Man, that's quite a quite a finish. <laughs> yeah. So then we we came back home, and then that is pretty much it for that year. That was I think, the I think I know twenty seventeen. I think. Yeah. I think I might have done a another round Jersey three person relay. 
mm. in that year, um, if my memory plays me right. And then from there, 2018 was a big year. No, I'm just trying to think. No, that was 2016. So oh. 2017, I think. Yeah. 20, my, my, let's see, my dates are 2018. I had my big year. So yeah. I started off, we did the Minkies to Jersey. So Minkies is about 12, 14 miles south of Jersey. Nobody had ever swum that before. Mm-hmm. So I swam that with a, a friend of mine, Ali Wood, who's another open water swimming legend from Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did a two person relay, an hour at a time, rotating. And that was, is, is a small swim, it's seven hours long. Um, and then from there, I'm just trying to get my memory. I think, no, from there, I, I must have done another Jersey to France in there. So that's where the race was. Mm-hmm. So I did, I did the Minkies race, then I did the race. And then from there, I went on to do the English Channel. Uh-huh. So I, I did the English Channel. That is, that is a bit of fun and games. What? what, what tell us. <laughs> it, it was. It was just a beautiful day. I've, oh, okay. I've. I've purposely never gone back because I don't want to ruin the memory. You'll never. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was. There was no wind. There was no nothing. It was pure ice on the water, mm. and I was swimming, and my crew of three ladies. They were sat on the top deck of the boat having scones, strawberries and cream and tea. <laughs> I'm rubbing it in my face. They were just sitting there going... <laughs> so I did, did the channel. Was that something I... you'd, like, growing up in Jersey, was that something that you'd kind of thought about, especially in the swimming community? Is it like, it's yeah, it's just there. It's always there. It's, it's, it's everyone's big swim, isn't it? It's right. yeah. you, you, you know, if you're going to be an open water swimmer, you've got to do a channel. And I think uh, there's some statistic out there that Jersey has a large proportion of channel swimmers oh, that right? per, <laughs> per head mm-hmm. in Jersey. So the amount of people that live here, yeah. we have more channel swimmers like per person right. than any yeah. other. That makes it's, sense. Well, just because it's right there. Yeah. And we're in Ireland, we're all used to swimming, right? Yeah, yeah. So we did that, and then I came back, and then I did a minky to Jersey solo. So mm. I was the first person to do the solo. So that was that was the end of that year. And then we went on to the next year, and I decided to do a Jersey to France and back. Mm. So that was another world first. Mm-hmm. Um to be the first to attempt that so that was that was a hard year because I had a lot of issues at home mm. um and in my life that I was dealing with some demons and everything else and again there was a, a lack of training on that part mm. um but I paid for the swim and it was my situation dictated the scenario and I elected stupidly probably to start it and just see how we went with it mm, mm-hmm. and so far that is probably down has been one of my toughest swims yet mm-hmm. um because normally when I swim I could switch off yeah. I go into like a meditative state and just mm. switch off and mm-hmm. just chill out and that one I couldn't switch off at all 
I had everything going on in my mind. Yeah. So we we went, we turned around at seven hours in France, and then we came back, slugged it back. It was a long, long, hard coming back. It's mm-hmm. It was like seven hours there, and then it's 12 hours coming back. Oh, wow. And literally just as we were off Jersey, the fog came down. Mm. And so we ended up coming down, down the north coast to, to the east coast. And then there's a bit of a discussion whilst I was swimming on where to land. <laughs> because there's um, a ruling is that you can't land on a man-made structure. Oh, okay. I think there's it's in one of the CSPF rules that you okay. it's gotta you've got to land on a beach or you've got to land on you can't land on a set of rocks that were built. Mm-hmm. So there's this pier, this pier at the end, and I was swimming against the tide for 25 minutes whilst wow. they were trying to work out whether it would count if I touched the pier or not. Mm, and in the end, in the end, they ended up bringing people in the UK to get their thoughts. <laughs> just like a conference call on the boat. It, it, it was. And I was wow. like, what's, what's happening? I'm swimming. They're like, just carry on swimming. We're working it out. We're working it out. I was like, we'll work it out a bit quicker because there's not like, much less. And in the end, I just put my head up. I was like, I'm all out. I'm swimming against the tide. I'm not going anywhere. And I'm dead. It's 16 hmm. hours I've been swimming now, 16 and a half. So they, the pilot that I use locally, he was fab. He's great. He knows all the waters. And I'm completely at... I'm safe when when he's alongside me. I know that for a fact. So he was like, "Right, what we're going to do is we go. You go swim really hard, and when I say go, you go turn round and use the tide and swing round the back of the pier, tuck in, and then we go swim up to the beach and land you on the beach." So I was like, "Okay, let's give this a go." <laughs> so we were swimming, and there you go, go. So we we legged it round, and we managed to get in, wow. and it was just under seventeen hours, but it it was. Again, it was like my first round jersey. It was oh. it, it taught me to go places where I didn't know where to go before. Right. And I ended up literally crawling up the beach. I was exhausted. I was hungry. And and I literally just remember just crawling out of the water, clearing the waterline and just falling on my back. Yeah. And then after that, it was all a bit of a blur, if mm. I'm honest. Mm-hmm. And some, some of my friends say that I kind of passed out for a few seconds wow but it it, I was just physically knackered from it yeah yeah that is that's tough and then I decided where do you go from a double round uh, double jersey yeah or a double jersey to France yeah where where do you go and there was in my mind at the time only one place you could really go um and it kind of again spared me on because Sally had done around Jersey then she had a rest day and then she went and did around Jersey again Mm -hmm. and there'd always been whispers are could you do it could you not do it Mm -hmm. double round Mm -hmm. Jersey Mm -hmm. but like many swims nobody knows until somebody gives it a go exactly and there's there's going to be one fool out there who wants Mm -hmm. to give it a go yeah that was you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I spoke to Matt and said, can it be done? And he, he looked at it. He worked it all out. And he says, yeah, I think so. 
let's give it a go. Well, there's only one way to find out. So off we set. Um, and we set off, I think it was about five o'clock in the morning. How long after the, the so the one that was physically exhausting, double Jersey different, like how long? It was a next different year. Different it, year. It, okay. Yeah. So there's like eight months, eight months. So I'd okay. recovered. I'd, I'd actually put in a fair bit of training for that one, mm-hmm. for the double round Jersey. Okay. Um, some people would still say I wasn't training enough. Right. But what is enough? Yeah. <laughs> what, what is enough? You know, you get, you, it was it's one of those. But I I felt I was in good shape. I was the slimmest as I'd been for years. It was the quickest. I was swimming through the water. My technique was fine, and I was like, you know what? Let's go give it a go. So we started off. We went round, and we had literally done the first lap, and the first lap was. 10 hours 37 wow. so it was two minutes quicker than the time that I did almost 17 years before yeah wow wow so it to me it confirmed that if nothing else I'm not not worse than I was Great, <laughs> <laughs> right. but it it's so we touched the wall and then we set straight off again on the second lap. Mm-hmm. And the beginning of it was really fun because of we had the run of the tide with us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was quite shallow. So I could see all the walks underneath me and I was whizzing past. That's and fun. then and then in the evening, we got onto the north coast. The sun came down mm-hmm. and it was literally pitch black. And wow. that's when it, it started to have fun because the north coast, there's no light. Mm-hmm. And the same on the west because it's close to the airport. There's no light, so it's completely pitch black. Mm-hmm. And the only single light there was was on the boat. Wow! So it, it it was one of those. And I I've never changed goggles during a swim. <laughs> I'm I'm one of these ones. I've got racing ones, and they stay on. And <laughs> I don't lift them. I don't alter them. And I was like, I'm not changing them. They go stay as they are. And they they are the coloured lenses for the sun. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're dark at the best of times. Right. In right. the daytime. So yeah. when it got darker, I couldn't see a thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, man, it's pitch black out here. <laughs> and then it got really pitch black. Yeah. And I, tur- I turned the corner and they're there to my, my amusement, my love, the lighthouse. Yeah. But, Never got any it never closer. Never gets any closer, yeah. <laughs> and because it was a second lap, it was a completely different tide. And literally, it took like three hours to get across the bay. Oh, wow. And it, it was, yeah, again, I find myself crying on the on the West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> and then we turned, turned the corner at the lighthouse and the sun came up or was starting to come up. It was getting lighter. And we've went down the south coast pretty quick and finished and it it was really nice it was obviously the first person to swim double round jersey Mm -hmm. um it took 22 hours and 32 minutes i want to say Mm -hmm. um and with that it brought all the recognition that of doing a mammoth swim did mm. it got me um a nomination for the british long distance swim of the mm. year it got me a nomination for marathon swim federation swim of the year 
mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So um, it was probably one of the highlights of my my career so far is that swim. Yeah. And then off the back of it, where do you go from a double around Jersey? And Matt, the pilot, had jokingly said, try three-way. <laughs> and then a couple of my mates had nagged me over the rest of the summer, try three-way, try three-way. <laughs> and then I looked at it and I thought, you know what? I felt feel good. Yeah. Let's go for it. So we had spoken to Matt, booked it up, three-way, let's go three times around Jersey and go for a mammoth swim. And it's that's where it kind of all unfolded. <laughs> I I ended up meeting um, my new love of my life, Alex. <laughs> um, and from there, we, as you do, we courted lots of meals. <laughs> I put on a bit of weight. <laughs> Wasn't interested in training. Yeah. Um, tried to undertrained, I think. And I, I didn't train anywhere near with the amount that I did the year before. Mm-hmm. So I said I was going in a lot heavier. I was, um, what was I? I was 95 for the first double, 95K. Mm-hmm. And then the one that's just gone two years ago. I was 120k, mm. so I'd put on the best part of 30k, mm-hmm. um, which wasn't particularly good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went went to give it a go, and in my mind, I could get around twice. Yeah, and it was a case of from there, you just had to hang on for 10 hours. Right. And I said, I, yeah, it or sounds 12 awful. or 14 or yeah, <laughs> it sounds awful now you say it. But yeah. we got in and the first hour's feed, because by then we had worked out that I feed every hour. Mm-hmm. Um, although saying that I was feeding every 45 for all my shrooms before that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it wasn't speaking to one of the crew. They suggested doing every hour. So we moved it to every hour. And the first feed just came straight back up again. Oh, oh. So then we, and that was on the first lap. It was the very first feed. So then we went to the next one. Half of it stayed down, half came up. Mm. And literally every feed came back up again. Is that something so, you'd experienced on any of your other swims? Like, no, no wow, interesting. No, it was the same feed, the same, mm-hmm. the same mix ratio, the same um, Ribena inside it. It's, it's, I I think it's probably down to the fact that I was bigger, and with that, you your exertion is more because you're trying to pull through mm-hmm. another thirty k. So I the feet weren't staying down at all. So we got to the first lap, and my body was just not feeling it. So I was like, I want to stop there, and they were like, Well, just carry on and see how you go. So okay, fine. So we carried on. And again, the feeds were coming up, the feeds were coming up, going all the way around. And I got to Corbier on the second lap, and I was like, if I stop here, can I have my swim back? And then they, Matt was like, no, you can't, because you've already started. <laughs> we to, so then I ended up sitting in just off Corbier for about 15 minutes with my back to the boat, 
just talking to myself, mm. trying to ration with myself. Do I stop mm. or do I carry on and just see if I can go hour to hour to hour to hour? And it's it's probably one of the hardest things I've had to do is make a decision to pull the swim yourself. Yeah. It's, I think, thinking about it now, I would would have been happier if one of the crew called it and said, you know what, you're not in the place. Yeah, yeah. You're done. Yeah. But to sit there and actually know, because it's not cheap either to swim swim that far around Jersey. So you're talking you're talking a couple of thousand pounds mm-hmm. and you know, the minute you pull the plug and you finish, that's the end of it. You don't see it. Yep. So that was in the back of my mind. And then in the back of my mind was I'd never, every challenge I'd set out to do, I'd hit the mark. Mm-hmm. I'd never, ever failed. And then, so we, I had this big discussion with myself and I decided, you know what, I was going to listen to my body and I was going to say, that's enough. So I said, turn around to boat. I said, I've, I've had a word with myself and I'm going to finish this lap and pull it. So then I literally swam the last hour in floods of tears as yeah. I was swimming it. Cause it, it, it was, I had in my heart to do three mm-hmm. and to stop at two. So I stopped at two, got back on the boat and cause the feeds weren't staying down or anything like that. No. I was just, I was done. I was exhausted. So I got back on the boat feeling sorry for myself because I pulled the own, my own swim. Mm-hmm. And then I had come, we got back in the harbour. Um, my Alex was there to meet me. Uh, so was my mum. It was quite a sombre get off mm-hmm. the boat and mm-hmm. everything else. And there's a few people there going, oh, you should be really proud of yourself. Two laps again. You're the only person to do two doubles around Jersey. And it it, it just wasn't the same. It was like, yeah. I went there to do three. Yeah. And it, in my eyes, it was a fail. Mm. Um, and I came away from the swim. Rather than taking the positive of it was another double, I came away from it was a failed triple. Yeah. Um, came home. And the minute I got home, I passed out. That's it. Boom. Wow. Gone. So we ended up, um, an ambulance came, took me into hospital. Oh, geez. Ended up with, there's a lovely picture of me somewhere. I ended up with (laughs) with four drips in me. Oh, my Severely dehydrated. And I spent spent seven days in hospital. Oh, my God. Um, And I my kidneys were failing and I was in, I was in a pretty bad state and they said if I'd carried on, they were convinced that I wouldn't have finished the swim and I probably wouldn't be here to tell the story about it either. So I, in a way I listened to my body and I gave up at Mm. the right time and I'm glad I did that, but I was still kicking myself about failing. Yeah. And it hit me for the best part of a year. It was my first fail. I actually, and it it hit me hard. And it it, it took me to even worse places that I'd never been because mm. the only thing that I ever knew how to do good and the only thing I was good at, I had failed. Mm. And it, it's, it's, it's tough. And it's only, 
obviously off the back of that, COVID kicked in. Yeah. So I I've not swum for two and a bit years now. I've come yeah. out. Mm-hmm. And again, when you're the biggest person the biggest you've ever been, COVID kicks in. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got plenty of COVID pounds <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, me too. So I'm I'm I, I yeah. They wouldn't they wouldn't even put me in a ring now with a heavyweight boxer, I don't think. <laughs> I've got to be a, an extreme heavyweight boxer. <laughs> um but it's I've I kind of fell out with the with the sport. I fell out of love with the sport. It was mm. I I hit rock bottom and it's only now that I can sit here and say, yeah, it took me to a dark place because I failed. Um but now I'm only starting to look at it now to say, you know what? Turn it the other way. I'm the only person on the planet to swim around Jersey twice. Twice, yeah. Twice. Twice, exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. So it's 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 like there's nobody else has even attempted a double round jersey yet. Yeah. Um saying that, there's I think next week or the week after, there's a, a group of six ladies who are between 40 and 50. They're doing mm-hmm. it as a relay. Oh, cool. And it's it's great. And I'm I'm starting to look at it and take the positives out of it that if I can encourage one person to swim. Yeah. then it was worth me doing mm-hmm. and obviously now I've done this double round jersey it's opened up the route people know it can be done mm-hmm. this relay team's going to do it yeah it's it's encouraging people to try bigger swims and I think yeah. now with with the likes of Sarah doing the full way mm-hmm. people are pushing themselves which That's is great it. to see um so it's it's been tough tough couple of years but I'm still here. Um, I I was lucky last year during lockdown to undertake my open water qualification because I'm a, yes. a swim teacher anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd like to think that I've got a bit of um, a lot of experience to experience. Share. Yeah. So I did the qualification and I've started my own swim business up now, Swim Smart, mm-hmm. which is taken off during COVID. It's That's great. massive. And I've got a group of six white collar workers who are have come together. They've never swum in open water before, mm-hmm. and they're they're going of course next Friday wow. to attempt the channel as a wow. team. So that's great. That's it's great. they've been training hard, and then I'm slowly starting to look at a swim or or two for myself again. That's and great. Just getting back into training and just seeing how and where it goes yeah I'm excited for you Andy that's that's a I mean that's a hard corner to turn (laughs) so um so congratulations on making it back and looking and looking for something for yourself again what um swim do you feel like you're the most proud of you have a lot of amazing accomplishments which one really do you really the most proud of I would probably most proud of each of the swims is my favorite for a different reason. Yeah. Equally, each of the swims is my worst for another reason. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I I would probably say the first double round jersey. Yeah. Because it was the fittest I was ever been. It's the quickest I was ever been, Mm -hmm. and it's it was a world first. It was. Mm 
it it took me to a new level in open water swimming that I hadn't been before. Yeah. So before before that, all the all the local swims, I was a local celeb. Everyone knew me here. <laughs> uh-huh. But then I I started when I did the double, it started to attract people from America, Australia. They started, mm-hmm. you know, the minute I did did the swim, I started on social media, you get friend requests. Mm-hmm. It was all all over the world and it just right. took me to <laughs> to that next level you know yeah. oh this guy swam on jersey twice yeah let's yeah. follow him yeah um but it's i think that was that's the swim that i was the most comfortable with mm-hmm. it's it's a swim that the my first round jersey swim was tough this just it was the right day the right time the right count and it just all clicked yeah. and it went so smooth and it was just great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's would I do it again? No. <laughs> I never say never. Never yeah, say never. Exactly. Yeah. And I, somebody gave me some words not so long ago. Um, and they told me that a swim is never a failed swim unless you give up completely. Mm. So it's just a delayed swim. Mm. So by that measure, I guess. <laughs> A three-way is still on the table. Yeah, I just don't know when. I've, yeah. I'm not thinking it yet. I've I'm, right. I'm booked in for next month to do a round jersey, just a solo, mm-hmm. and that'll be number seven. Oh, nice! You can ticking them off. Like <laughs> that's that's a new plan now. Is that yeah. I want to be the first to ten, and yeah. then just see how many yeah. more I can do. Absolutely, that's awesome. We are looking because. The swim at the moment, you go, you start in the south, you go east and you keep lapping it. You turn left and you keep turning left. Mm-hmm. Now, there is there is talk. <laughs> he says on, on worldwide podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there is talk of um, if I can get fit enough uh, of starting on the, east, on the south coast and turning right mm. and go the wrong way round. Fun. Um, nobody's ever attempted it. Nobody, they think it can't be done because of the tides. Yeah. But I heard about this guy once when someone told him there was something that he couldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> he swam around Jersey the next day. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm busy tomorrow. It's raining. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, but there's, we are looking at it to go the wrong way around and try to become the, the first person to go the wrong way around Jersey. That's fun. And see if it can be done. But it is going to be, we reckon it's going to be a, another 16 to 20 hour swim. Wow. Because you're going to have to hug the, yeah. hug the coast, come in all the bays to get out the tide. Wow. So wow. it's a lot longer. So Yeah. Yeah. So we've got that. And the only other swim that is on my book, well, I've got two is the double channel at some point mm. there's um sally and wendy have done the double channel from here there and my my argument is it's a really lame argument is that somebody's got to fight for the males ah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it'd be nice to get a male from jersey to do yeah. the double channel so yeah, i awesome. think i think I've got that, and then <laughs> I also they you've got the Channel Islands in California, mm-hmm. yeah. And 
I speak, speaking to, I think it was Ewan about it, because um, he's over that side. I think mm. it was him. Um, you've got uh, one of them. Anyway, I can't remember the name. Um, I want to swim around the biggest one there, okay. because then I can say that I've swum around both biggest islands in both Channel Islands. Yeah. Awesome. Which I think is is pretty cool. Yeah. Is to be able to say you swam around both Channel Islands. Yeah, that's super cool. It's, yeah. And then I th- after that, I think it's retirement. <laughs> you're planning your retirement, but you got some big stuff that you're planning be- between now and then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I've, always, I've always said that I, I want to finish my swimming career on my terms. Yeah. And on a high. Yeah. So yeah. I suspect... I will be finishing it on a three-way somewhere. All right. Um, <laughs> and it, it'll be sooner rather than later because I'm getting old. And yeah, <laughs> I've got other priorities, family and oh, stuff. Oh, but... yeah. No, I hear you. I'm fighting with yeah. family priorities too. I just yeah. want to ask a couple more questions and then we've got to yeah. wrap it up. Um, what do you think you've learned about yourself from marathon swimming? You're stubborn. <laughs> stubborn. Sure. You can't say stubborn. Uh, okay. <laughs> I determined I what have I learned not a lot (laughs) (laughs) you're a slow learner (laughs) I'm I'm stupid (laughs) I I I think every every everyone who does this sport has got a bit of stubbornness in them right yeah you've got it you've got everyone has got to you know it's it's not easy to swim 21 miles or 15 miles plus Mm -hmm. without being a little bit stubborn Mm -hmm. a little bit selfish Mm -hmm. a little bit or a lot crazy (laughs) and determined and um my detest of training i think (laughs) curious i like to use curious over crazy because we're curious about whether it can be done or not right yeah exactly whether it can be done on whatever wherever your training is at i'm curious if this can and i i I think i think one thing i've i have learned in later years is listen to the body yeah except except what your body can do Mm -hmm. and don't judge and compare because yeah. no two swims can be the same. That's just because one. just because I can swim Jersey to France in head time, it doesn't mean that my training partner can do it because it's a different day, different tide, different weather. Exactly. And I think my I've always said I am more than happy to help anyone. All they gotta do is ask. And mm. don't be afraid of no matter who you are, you could be, you know, Matthew Webb, if he was still around. Right. If he needed someone to help him feed, all he has to do is ask. Don't be afraid. I, in my eyes, you can't take anything for granted in this sport, no matter who you are or what you've done. And That's you could a good be, one. Yeah. You could be Don't the take top, anything for granted. You could be the top marathon swimmer in the world, yep. but you you won't be able to swim that channel without having somebody help you and support you on that boat. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid. Don't be too on your perch or precious Yeah. to ask somebody for help. Yeah. Yeah. 
and uh, my my door is always open to anyone who if they if they if they go to the channel and they're stuck and they can't feed you know what send me a message if you yeah i'm in jersey but at the end of the day if you if you're stuck and you want to pay for me to come over then i'd <laughs> i'd happily sit on the boat for 20 hours and feed you you yeah. know it's yeah it's everyone everyone has their own everest yes and yes. you could sit on a bus and it's the old cliche you sit on a bus the lady next to you might only be able to swim 100 meters and she will be looking to do 200 meters but no two people are the same yeah. and that is her everest and mm -hmm. just because now i'm pushing my boundaries to swim 22 24 yes. hours yeah not everyone's in that boat and everyone's you've got to, boundaries are different <laughs> you've got to remember that that everyone yeah. is different and everyone does need help at some point yeah. including those that are great yes yes absolutely that's a very You're good never, one. never too old to learn yes absolutely okay last one um okay who's inspired you oh <laughs> <laughs> two you can give me two no one than two <laughs> two who has inspired me I d that's really hard <laughs> who's inspired me I don't who has inspired me I don't think I don't think there is any one person who I can sit there and say that person has truly inspired me more than anyone else mm -hmm. I I would probably say recently it's Sarah mm -hmm. Sarah Thomas you know it's for me going from small swims to big swims I that's the benchmark and I, I've always been brought up in swimming to be the best. You have to beat the best. Mm, and mm -hmm. I look at that, you know, I'm, I, I think it's safe to say I'm never going to try a four way channel swim. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> but I, I do want to try for the longest open ocean swim mm -hmm. in a tidal condition. I'm currently sitting at number four. Mm hmm. And it's it's only another fifty k that makes me first place. Yeah. So it's that's another one and a half laps around Jersey. Hence the three laps around Jersey yeah. just takes me short of the record. Yeah. So it's it's. I don't think any one person inspires me. I think it's a whole load of other things. As people push other people, yeah, you aim for the next one. But I I would probably also say. Probably Sally and Charlie. Yeah. But I had, they've inspired me by telling me the wrong thing. <laughs> so it's not necessarily what they've done, or I look at them to say, wow, she she's done around Jersey, I need to beat that. Mm -hmm. They've inspired me my whole swimming career yeah. by telling me that I couldn't swim around Jersey. And right. that's what kicked it off. Yeah. So by by them probably being yeah being honest at the time, yeah, yeah. If I found it tough, I've used that the whole way to say, you know what, I'm going to prove you wrong. If yeah. you're telling me I can't do it, I'm going to prove to you that I can be an open water swimmer. And yeah. I've used it the whole way. So in in a long way, that's 
I think that's classed as inspiring, although I'm not sure whether they, they meant to inspire me in the first place. But you, le- but you learned to challenge yourself like that. Well, that, yeah. I've twisted it. I've twisted it to mm-hmm. inspire me to be mm-hmm. stubborn to go out and do it. So I probably look at that, but then also I, you can't take away what people done in swimming and you know what? Sally, she didn't get to go this week for her, mm-hmm. her swim know, and so she's sad. coming back, but she will go and yeah. I'm deep down in me. She will do it. Yeah. And you know what? Six, six swims in six decades. That's so awesome. <laughs> is, it's, it's not to, not to be laughed at. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's a marathon, a marathon swim, but it's a marathon. Sixty years swimming is is a a long time. I I don't think when I'm in my sixties, I'll still be swimming. <laughs> I hope not, because by that time, hopefully, I would have done my three way, and I'm certainly not doing six way round jersey. <laughs> but it's it's one of those. It, it does get you thinking because I I worked out if I do my if I do my round jersey next month. It actually works out that it's my third in my third decade. Ah, aha. so I'm <laughs> I, I'm closing down on six and six. <laughs> I'm I'm three and three. <laughs> but you, you third another thirty years of three decades, isn't it? It's who knows. It, keep it the doors open. Mind. Keep the doors open. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just blows your mind to think that how it's a long time, isn't it? Yeah, to be swimming. So I think. I think lots of people inspire me in different ways. I've got some very good, close marathon swimming mates from all around the world mm-hmm. who inspire me. You know, I was I was on a Zoom call the other week with a chap from India who was disabled, mm-hmm. and him and his team are doing the Ocean Seven, and they're they're doing it as a disabled relay. That's amazing. And to me, that, that that's inspirational. It's it takes it to a new level, doesn't it? It's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I can do it, but then I'm without being too rude about it. I'm, I've got both my legs and my arms where mm-hmm. some of these people don't have legs and they're swimming the channel and I struggle Easy. doing it, doing it full bodied, you know, yeah. it's, you look at that and you go, yeah, it's a different world out there, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's personal. Yeah. Man. Thank you for sharing your story today, Andy. I love it. No, thank you. Thank you for having us. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have you heard of the Intrepid Water Accountability Group? We'll support and encourage each other on a private chat platform, pursue monthly challenges both in the water and on land, and meet virtually once a month to dive deep on a topic. If you'd like to join a group of like-minded limit pushers from around the globe, join the Intrepid Water Accountability Group. Find out more at intrepidwater.com.